Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. I'm your host, Silwan. Great to be with you on this Monday coming to you from Oceanwood Camp and Conference Center, just outside of Portland, Maine. Yes, I am in Maine. What a gorgeous, wild, wonderful place Maine is. I am here leading a PTSD retreat for Project New Hope. Project New Hope is a nonprofit out of Worcester, Massachusetts. And uh, every year, throughout the year, they do different types of retreats for veterans, and I am their PTSD guy. And we've been coming here to Maine last couple of years. Before that, we were down in Massachusetts. It's an incredibly awesome opportunity, um, not just for the veterans who get to come, but for me, to be around so many different people, so many different backgrounds, all of them veterans, all of them focused on healing, rejuvenation. It's good for my soul, especially here at Oceanwood, we're, we're near the ocean, but we're kind of in these pine trees. It's a very old, old park, old camp homes and houses. Pine trees everywhere, so you get the smell of the pine trees. You get the ocean air. You get the vibe of a very old place, a lot of history here. It's just an, an incredible place to be, especially with Project New Hope. In my opinion, they are the premier example of what it means to care for veterans or really anybody. You're proactive and it's long term. These vets can come to as many of these retreats as they want. They have couple retreats, PTSD retreats, health retreats, financial retreats, all sorts of things. I like to think of it as helping them come home. I like that idea of coming home because it's something we all can relate to. Now, obviously, with a veteran, it's got a certain connotation. You go to war, it changes you, you feel different, you feel out of place, you're not sure what home is anymore, and you just want to feel like you belong someplace. Well, that's kind of the same thing for all of us. Um, all of us can feel disconnected at some point in our life. All of us can relate to the idea of wanting to feel at home. I know myself, even though I've got a wonderful wife and a bunch of awesome kids, you can still be in the middle of that sometimes and, and feel disconnected from it. Normally, it's because something I did or something I'm not doing. But when you feel connected, when you feel at home, when it's you and those things that are important that matter, man, you're resilient. You can withstand a lot. You feel strong. But when you don't feel that way, you could be surrounded by people and feel alone, feel lost. What do we do in these retreats to work on home? Well, we follow my ladder up program and kind of the base of it is this idea of a home you know equating your life with a home and what is that well the foundation of the home is meaning and purpose when we are at our best we are getting up every day with an actionable meaning and purpose and what do i mean by action it means you're motivated by it think of how you felt when you first got married or you first got excited about church or you're excited about something in school or you went to boot camp or you went to grad school, or whatever it is. 
Think of the hardships you'll endure, the things you'll put up with because you're excited about what you're doing. Think of relationships. Think of when you first fall in love. Think think of what it means to fall in love with somebody. I want to be with you till we're dead. (laughs) Everything about them, you want to be with them. And then think about times your relationship hasn't been that way. You didn't feel like being with them until you were dead. Think of all the things that can upset you. That's the power of meaning. It will drive you through the day. Meaning and purpose will drive you through the traumas and the trials and the transitions of life. So we start there. What's your foundation? Where do you find meaning? Where do you find purpose? And then you let them direct the building of the rooms and the structure of the house. Because if your purpose is God, if your purpose is family... That's what your house should be built upon. The rooms should reflect it. Think of it as what you do from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed. Ideally, there's nothing there that you don't need, and there's nothing missing. That can be hard. A lot of us fill our days, fill our lives, build our homes with things we don't need. And then what do those things we don't need do? They crowd out those things that we do need. It's time we spend on our phone. We could be spending with our kids. It's time we're watching TV. We could be working out. It's snacks we're putting in our body instead of healthy food. You get the idea. And then finally, the roof of the house, the thing that protects it, is humility. Humility is the thing that allows you to be honest about what you see. What allows you to be honest about what you see in the mirror. That can be hard. I'm probably like a lot of you listening. I got a problem with technology. Now, my excuse I give myself a lot is I, in fact, use it for work. My work is research. My work is communicating with people. I mean, I could fill every minute of every day being on a phone or being on a computer and find a way to justify it. But does that end up being all I use it for when I'm on it so much? No. And that can be hard to hear. The other day, one of my kids kind of made a joke about dad being on the phone and it stung. I remember in that moment, I kind of wanted to justify myself and argue back. And then my wife joined in and I shut up because I said to myself, man, they're right. But that still don't make it easy. But your only hope that you can change the things you need to change is the humility to be honest about what you see. And that's hard to do without a strong foundation. Thankfully, I can look at my life and I can say my life is my faith and my family and helping others, my speaking, doing this podcast. And I can get up and I can gauge my day. How was I in my walk with God? What kind of dad am I? What kind of husband am I? How did the event go? Did I help people? How'd the podcast go? Whatever. And I can gauge my day. I can judge it by that. Humility is what allows you to be honest about it. And then you got work to do. Ideally, your life The more focused you are, the simpler it's going to get. One of the sure ways to know that you're muddling through life instead of being driven by clear meaning and purpose is you're too dang busy. You can't say no. You're doing more than you should be doing. That almost always leads to distraction, which leads to being overwhelmed, which leads to not doing the things most meaningful and purposeful to us, which leads to muddling or worse. But it really does all begin with that foundation. Let me give you a little reminder of that. 
you'll remember this as soon as I start reading it. But if you do ask yourself, do I live by it? Is that what I have done? From Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 through 27. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. Life's a temporal thing, folks. Failures you have as a young man or woman, while they may be hard to overcome, you got a lot of time to overcome them. Failures you make as you get older are harder to overcome, primarily because you're running out of time. You don't get do-overs. You can't do over high school. You can't do over raising your kids. You only get so many chances. It gets harder. So if you have built your life on the wrong foundation and you muddle along and you struggle and you're not honest about what's happening and you're tough and you're resilient, so you put off the consequences for a while, but eventually, because you built it on the wrong foundation, it falls. Great is the fall. Because at that point, how do you pick yourself up? Now, don't let me get you depressed. If you've fallen and you feel like it's at a time in life, you just can't get up. You can get up. You get up by building on the rock. You want to know one reason I believe so strongly in the Bible and in God and in Jesus and that they're true? Because it tells the tale of life. Christ came because we fell. People look at it all wrong. They they look at Jesus as like some guilt trip or the Bible as a guilt trip. It's not. It's an acknowledgement we fall. It's an acknowledgement that we fall. We let ourselves down. We let other people down. We let our kids down. We let our spouses down. We let ourselves down. We waste time. We squander opportunities. And we don't feel like we can get up. And that's exactly what Christ came to show us. If you build your life on the right foundation, you can get up. One remarkable thing over the years, working with and helping veterans at places like Oceanwood with Project New Hope, is to see people of all ages and all background, men and women, people who, when you first meet them, seemed like they had nothing. Or maybe they were old, they were a little ripe. You wondered if they had any life left in them. And in spite of all those differences... When you see them heal and you see them give back to others, you realize life is something that can feel new and fresh and wonderful at any age and at any time in your life. That when you live with purpose and meaning, when you build it on a rock, you structure your life around it with the humility to be down on your knees and to be honest about what you see, and then you use that as fuel to help others. It's almost like you've been given a new lease on life. It's It's when you begin to understand that the things that we tap into with our faith are eternal. We aren't limited by just this life. When you're 60, you have an eternity ahead of you. When you're 20, you have an eternity ahead of you. When you're 80, you have an eternity ahead of you. And it begins 
no matter what you've done, no matter what you've been through, no matter what pain you carry, when you build your life on the rock, that is what we'll be doing this week. That's what I hope you will consider. Maybe since I'm here in this motivated atmosphere of Osinwood Camp and Conference Center, maybe I'll use that to talk a little bit about what we're going through. So maybe as we go through that this week, I'll do the same thing. Building your life on a rock. Picking yourself up no matter where you've been. Tapping into the power of meaning and purpose so that no matter how old you are, no matter how much pain you've suffered, you can feel like the only thing left ahead of you is eternity. Till next time, I'm your host, Silwan. As always, aim high, spread your wings, and keep your eyes on the things that matter. And it begins by the rock you build your life upon. Never forget it. I'm your host, Silwan. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace. You've been listening to the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green. Children